0: Greetings friends. Welcome back to the film alchemist podcast October mega marathon. I'm your host Josh grippy here with a brief introduction before today's very exciting episode. Everyone, you know the deal the October mega marathon 31 days 31 pods a new episode every single day. We love horror films. This is our biggest time of the year. But if you want to make sure you get the episode every single day, you don't want 28, you want 31, you got to go to patreon.com slash Pod. It's the best way to support the show and help us grow the show. It's also the best way to have some authorship of the show, get more of the show, uh, have your voice be heard on the show. We have a huge Patreon-exclusive library. we got our Tales from the Crypt miniseries. You get a vote on what goes in there. You can even have us record a double feature. We've got feature-length commentary, all kinds of stuff. We're working on to make that awesome for our friends and patrons over there. So if you'd be so kind, patreon.com slash pod, the best way to support the show. Thank you very much. We appreciate those of you who are doing it. You want to watch the show? YouTube, Film Alchemist is the channel. Subscribe over there. You want to watch some horror movie stuff that me and my friends are working on, including Alex? Go to misfitparade.net. Make sure you subscribe over there. Uh, You can email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. You can also find us on all the socials you're on. Make sure you're leaving five-star ratings and reviews. This month particularly, we are asking that if you guys would be so kind, take a moment, invite a friend to come listen to the show, right? Direct message, text, whatever. Listen to it with them in your car. Let them know what we're working on over here. Let them know that they want to come be a part of what's going on. Uh, We appreciate that very much, guys. This is our our biggest time of the year, so the more help we can have, Bringing more uh, people in to join us for it. We appreciate All right. This is one I've been very excited about. Evil Dead Rise with returning friend and co-host Carmelita Valdez-McCoy. Man, what a superstar she's been this month. We love Carmelita. Thank you for joining us again. At Carmelita says on Letterboxd and if Twitter still exists, that's where you can find her. I was so excited one, I just love talking to Carmelita about any movie. But I knew she was the right person for this job. I have been so torn on what I I actually think about Evil Dead Rise. There are moments that I think it's the best movie ever. There are moments that leave me scratching my head truly and surely. Um, and it was fun to have this kind of... I realized I saw it in the theater, but I didn't really get a chance to hash it out with anyone. And so I'd been sitting on this for a long time... And as you'll hear, me and Carmelita start peeling the layers back, Um, and it was a really exciting and fun conversation to finally dig into this newest Evil Dead movie and help us finish out the franchise, talk about the uh, total rankings of the franchise. So again, please enjoy this episode of Evil Dead Rise. Please go find and support Carmelita everywhere you can find her. Please go support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. we thank you in advance without any further ado evil dead rise with carmelita valdez mccoy welcome back to the show everyone Dear friend, and just returning co-host for October, Carmelita Valdez-McCoy, back again. <laughs> How you doing? Hello.
1: I'm excellent.
0: Awesome. Uh, you this were is called my month. I love yeah.
1: October. I love yeah, October. Yeah,
0: we're like, we need help. And again, we called Carmelita. Uh, <laughs> we're going to finish out another franchise, right? So hopefully by now you will have heard Exorcist Believer, right? Uh, finishing out Exorcist. We finished Scream. We had some unfinished business with the evil dead from earlier this year. So evil dead rise. Um, I'll say this Carmelita. This is kind of where I want to start this conversation. <laughs> I've seen this movie at least five times now. Oh, wow. I watched it in theater and I just keep watching it on HBO for like no real reason. Right. It's there. It's there. And it, I think the thing is I can't decide. There are moments where I'm like is this the fucking greatest movie ever or is this the fucking worst movie ever? <laughs> um, I think I would say pretty definitively without being insulting. It's my least favorite evil dead movie, but the bar in the evil dead franchise is fucking insanely high. It's like, high. Insanely, yeah. Like every evil dead movie is awesome. This one to me is a mixed bag. They, they're trying a lot of new stuff. They're, they're, I mean, we don't really even get to like the evil dead mom until there's like only an hour left in the movie. I I don't know. There are moments that are inspired and brilliant. There are other moments where it's like the facade slips and I see behind the curtain in a way that like pulls me. Mm. Out. I don't know what to make of this movie. And I keep watching it. And every time I finish it, I'm like, it's still <laughs> either the best or I don't <laughs> dig it. And I've never fucking settled. So I'm really excited for this. So uh what are your your kind of thoughts just to start us off here on what Evil Dead Rise is?
1: Sure. So I I went into Evil Dead Rise with zero expectations. Right. I completely cleaned the slate. And I'll tell you, I love Sam Raimi's Evil Dead movies. I did not see the remake, the 2013
0: remake. I fucking love the reboot.
1: Because I, it's kind of one of those, like, someone has to ask me to podcast about a reboot for me to watch them.
0: Yeah, I feel that.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, I'm like, I'm not interested. Yeah. So I haven't seen that one. So I can't speak to the to the reboot because I was just not, maybe one of these yeah. days I'll get around to it.
0: I think you dig it.
1: What I enjoyed about this one and what really surprised me was how it almost stands alone and it exists in this evil dead universe, in this world where the Necronomicon exists Mm -hmm. and is this incredible evil danger that can befall the people that stumble onto it. But it is very different. And I enjoy that about it. Yeah. Because you can't compete Mm-mm. with Raimi's original Evil Dead films. You just can't. It's not possible. It's so not possible, don't try. True. Don't try. Yeah. Do something different. And they did something different here. I think rewatching it, I've seen it now like two and a half times. And on the second watch, I did pick up on some stuff where I was like, were they trying to get me to laugh here?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of.
1: Or, you know, where I picked up on a a callback that was a little heavy handed, like a a line of dialogue that's a tagline from one of the previous films. But if I if I just kind of put that off to the side and don't dwell on that.
0: Just kind of squish your eyes, look past
1: it. (laughs) Yeah, like overall. I think this movie is a lot of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. I think visually it did a lot of cool stuff. I'm not a big horror comedy person. Same. So the fact that this one isn't funny like the Raimi films is okay by me.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm okay with that. I I agree. I think right off the bat, you're like, it definitely fucking goes all in when it's going. Yes. Right? Um, (laughs) Yeah. I think we can say... Alicia Sutherland, right? I had to look her name up. Uh, She was actually at a convention where we showed our movie, Misfit Parade, Mm. man, misfitparade.net. Go check it out. We, we showed our short there uh, at a film festival and she was there for Saturday. And so I'm outside having a cigarette and she walked by and I was like, she's like tall and she's, um, I mean, she might be as tall as I am. She's a tall, striking lady, but she looks really nice. Like she doesn't look evil. Right. And I was like, Oh, cool. I was like, you know, she's here from evil dead dude. Her fucking line. Was so long, you could barely get into our film festival screening
1: (laughs) because of people
0: so excited to see her. And I'll say this I think, without a doubt, and it's not close, I think she's the best deadite in the series. She is fucking breathtaking at times in this.
1: Yes, she's great. It it called back to me, it reminded me of Sissy Spacek being cast as Carrie. Yeah. Where an attractive woman. A very, you know, slim frame, very long face angular Mm -hmm. so that when Ellie is just this cool single mom raising this family, Mm -hmm. she, you know, you're drawn to her in one sense. And then when she goes deadite it's like they play up all her really angular features. yeah, And her long limbs look really creepy when she's doing all these contorted body movements. It's like, she can be an attractive person you're drawn to when she's living. And then once she goes undead, it's like, she's really, it's all of those features can become really (laughs) creepy gaunt skeletal. Yes.
0: That's a good way scary. to put. We haven't seen a lot of a uh, fucking rotund dead eyes <laughs> where they're making faces and it's like you can't tell the never. <laughs> like where's the cheekbones to tell me that this is dangerous? Um let's let's start. Here's like a microcosm. The opening of this film. I've never settled on how I feel about it. Cuz again, mm. When she rises out of the water and the music's swelling and the titles behind her is like fucking righteous. Really
1: cool. Yeah.
0: I thought the opening on the evil dead shot and it was just a frat guy's drone. <laughs> Something about that, like immediately I was like,
1: mm. <laughs> you're a little like, annoyed. yeah, I was like,
0: I get it. Like, it's kind of clever. Like, that's the world we live in, I guess. But I was like, mm, I don't know. But then she goes into the little angular a frame house. Right. It's like this beautiful shot. The cousin's all sick. And she starts, like, ripping out Worthering Heights. I was like, I didn't know we were doing Werthering <laughs> Heights in Evil Dead. And I was like, that scene's really good. And I was like, all right, I'm Today's back good. in. And then scalping, all of a sudden she. The scalping. Yeah, she, well, so, yeah. But she falls on the floor and there's a beat between that where she just is like. <laughs> and I guess the, like, less gross way of saying is that everyone in this movie throws up Cinnabon frosting. But it looks oh. exactly like buckets of cum. Like, so much I- cum. <laughs> And I remember we were in the theater and everyone I saw it with and everyone in the theater was looking around like, is that, is that fucking cum?" Cause my brother is like, dude, was she just like sucking a bunch of dicks? And I'm like, there's only one guy here. Like, what are we? I was like, and I was like, the fact that we had to pause. and my brother is a bit of a meathead, like a super meathead. And he saw that scene in the movie and stopped me and said out loud in the theater to which the guys around us were like, what? And started laughing at him. He just said, did she suck a bunch of dicks? And I was like, that is a fucking insane. Like, why are you talking I... to me in the middle? I was just dying. I was like, it was one of those. I like kind of rolled my eyes back in my head and just like shut my eyes. I'm like, why am I here? What is happening right now?
1: <laughs> I, I want to like, I, I say, first of all, I'm, yeah. I'm never going to look at Cinnabon frosting the same again.
0: It's pretty similar. want you similar. To know that. Let me put it's it this way too. I eat Cinnabon frosting by the gallon at Christmas. <laughs> My insulin pumps, like, are you trying to kill yourself? I'm like, no, I just love it. Why was this a thing that they added? I was like, that's a weird fucking. It's gross. Yeah.
1: It's, it's real gross.
0: But it's like, this is, this to me is Evil Dead <laughs> Rises. I was like, why not just blood? Like, the franchise does blood yeah. and does it really well. And, and I was this like,
1: film goes on to do a lot of blood,
0: a ton of fucking blood. Yeah, but I was like her and then Alicia Sutherland are shown throwing up just like fucking vats of cum like that. Right. I'll tell you my fear factor cum story at some point. Um, Just like boatloads of cum. Like sometimes you find yourself in a place and you're like, why is there so much cum in this room with me? And I'm like, this is not <laughs> something I am prepared for. That's what was <laughs> happening. And I was like, why are you adding this in the movie? And the cleanup.
1: There's, I mean, yeah,
0: with no explanation. Oof. I was like, is this their life force? Like. Is that what our life looks like? Is that what we're like? But it's ejaculate. Like, it's one of the, yeah, it's one of those weird things where it's like, it's just in the movie. And now I have to stop watching an evil dead movie. And <laughs> like ponder. talk to my brother, who's like bigger Ronnie from Jersey shore about how this happened. And I was like, that's that to me is the moment, right? Right. Her grabbing the drone, the scalping. I was like, all right, cool. Her grabbing yeah. the drone. I was like, is that really I'm like, all right. She kind of gets these like perfect, beautiful slices. Like she's a lead battle angel. Very
1: symmetrical. Very Very symmetrical
0: symmetrical for a chewed up face. (laughs) But then I was like, she rips his head off and it looks like shit, but she did rip his head off. And so this opening is this constant. I feel like I'm just in like a bumper car.
1: Yeah. From like,
0: yay, what? Yay, what? (laughs) And that kind of continues throughout a lot of the movie for me. Right. And I, I think this is the thing that, I think the opening, the rest of the movie is more, yay than what. But I don't know. Were you getting any of that as you were watching it? No,
1: I hear you, and and especially the second time around, because I I remember the first time I watched it, my thought was like, is the whole movie gonna be this?
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put as a like, this what, what okay is
1: is this what it's gonna be? And then it and then it wasn't, and so yeah. I very quickly just kind of push that aside right on the second viewing i was like yeah some of this is a little heavy-handed and a little predictable and kind of whatever but i because i knew the second time around because i knew okay this is just a little opener we're gonna move into our primary setting our mm-hmm. main characters i'm i'm able to kind of hand wave it away
0: it's just but a I little do... flavor to start you off yeah
1: yeah, but I do get what you're saying, that kind of whiplash of, oh, that was really cool. Oh, that was kind of eh. Yeah. Oh, but, the, but this is cool, though. But what is that? Like, there yeah. is a little bit of
0: that. Yeah. I feel like that's, but it just, it kind of puts you off balance. Yeah. And then we do this, I would argue, like, way too long introduction to the new family. Mm. Especially, spoiler alert, Um, most of them aren't going to ever be seen again. So maybe we don't need to know that much about it. <laughs> but it's just sure. like. Because we start off and she's like, I'm a pregnant roadie. Shit. I got to go to my sister's high rise. All right, cool. She shows up and she's like, my husband left. We're getting kicked out of the apartment. All right. That's good. Great. Love it. She's trying to dye her hair. She can't get anything done because uh, her one kid's a protester. Her other kid is just a DJ and her little daughter is like making murder weapons. You're like, that's Daphne." <laughs> Yeah, Stephanie, I was like, that's literally all I need. Like that—that's a pretty solid intro. But then they start adding in because the 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 roadie girl finds out she's pregnant. It's like, all right, that's that's interesting, right? A mom who's like okay. struggling to like maintain her family. Wait, though. Okay,
1: I just got to say, if there's one thing about this film that annoyed me, it was the pregnancy thing. Really? Because that to me is always like this cheap thing. Like, oh my god, don't hurt her. She's pregnant. Like that, I don't yeah. know, something about that kind of annoys the shit out of me.
0: Because movies do it a it, lot. They used it like twice, right? Where one where yeah. it's like Alicia Sutherland's character is like, two souls. And I was like, yeah. that's pretty cool. But also I was like, <laughs> is it like a soul yet? Or is it just like fucking two weeks old? Like, time is kind of a flat circle in this movie. Sure. And I thought the line where the the niece is like, I have to eat the glass to kill the word The creepy crawlers in my tummy. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. And then she's like, don't you hate having things in your tummy? And I was like, oh, burn. Right? Like, <laughs> And I was right. like, that's cool. But yeah, it's it's honestly one of those, you're like, had you just taken out like one and a half minutes of the movie? There's nothing sure. in the movie that indicates that she's pregnant or grappling with motherhood in any way, shape, or form. Right. So yeah, I was like, it it is kind of a cheap, it's like killing a dog now. It's like an easy yes. way to get like a body. Yes. You know, same
1: like, kind of thing. You know, yeah, it's
0: – I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's it bothered fine. me. It's it fine. definitely out- doesn't offer much of anything, right? But then we do this whole – this is the part, again, where I'm just like, you're you're trying a lot. You're doing a fucking lot. Because they introduced this idea that there are actually three fabled volumes of the Book of the Dead, right? Mm. So mm-hmm. that maybe the Evil Dead that we watched prior is one book up in Michigan. And now this book's going to exist in, like, the, the fucking New Jersey – or the L.A. – big bear area right so okay there's three volumes of the dead the earthquake into the there's a bank vault like it wasn't a church vault it's a bank vault that had had vinyl like let's just start here the using (laughs) vinyl to (laughs) unleash the evil dead like i i was i don't want to say i was viscerally mad in the theater because i was like i get it it's just like it's like a fucking device to start the fun in games. Like we have to do something. And I was like, I know they played like a reel to reel tape before of a professor reading a thing. But there's just something about watching that kid like holding his headphone like he thought he was going to do like a wiki wiki. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. And I was like, this goes to my point, too, that we never should have brought vinyl back we never should have brought vinyl this movie says that vinyl hipsters are going to cause the end of the world now just because you want to go to get a coffee and spend 120 dollars on music that sounds worse (laughs) than everything i stream on spotify just so you can say that you're a better music fan this This is what happens you're going to end the world
1: this might be the biggest departure between you and I that's ever happened.
0: Maybe I'm just mad because I have to spend all of this money on my wife on her holiday and uh, <laughs> or her Christmas and birthday to buy her vinyl.
1: Could be. See, now, I she never stopped. It. I never stopped. Yeah. I never got rid yeah. of my vinyl. I've always had records.
0: It's different because the vinyl people, like, I started, when I was buying music, I was buying cassette tapes for my Walkman. Mm-hmm. And w- the thing that just makes me mad is when something better came out, I didn't just say, you know what I like? The shittiness of the medium is more important to me than the music. <laughs> like, stop it. If you like vinyl, like, I understand that, like, I want to hold an artifact. Yeah. I want to pull the, like, liner notes out and, like, look at it. I want to read the lyrics. With... I get the ritualisticness yes. of it. Yes. Stop fucking telling me that it sounds better. Stop it. Stop it.
1: It sounds different.
0: Yeah, if you went to see your favorite band, right? You went to see Pearl Jam this summer, and you're like, "Why is Eddie Vedder singing through like a leather bane mask? It doesn't sound as good." That's what vinyl is. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to just fucking dunk on vinyl, but this triggered in me a fucking rage.
1: I'm seeing, I'm seeing. The scene scene is cool. What the headspace was when when they when they hit through this at you? The scene Um, of
0: the book like turning itself and the record won't stop. I was like, it has the trappings of things I like in Evil Dead. (laughs) But I was like, so so on like a facade level, I was like, I do dig that. But then I paused for a second. I go, it's a fucking guy who wants to like do Burning Man who brings the end of the world. And like the priest didn't label it. Like after the priest had to bury all of his brothers priest- and burn them while they danced in fire. Like, why is that on the B sides? Why didn't he okay. snap the fucking vinyl?
1: This, I mean, clearly this priest was not, That's smart.
0: Well, sure. I'll give you that. But I'm saying in in movie logic, (laughs) it's such a a stupid fucking wick to light the bomb. Yes. Because when you pull back, you're just like, so where did this shit come from? Right? They say specifically kind of in every Evil Dead movie, once you raise it, it cannot be stopped. It never stops. And we see this through the whole franchise. So how did they get these boxes? Why didn't he fucking break it? Why didn't he try to fucking harm the Necronomicon? Like there's no hint that he did anything and that somehow it just ended up in like a, you know, I got fired from work box. And why is it in a fucking bank and not? a? It's what this again, this is this is the thing in the grand (laughs) scheme of the movie. Does it matter that it's a fucking vinyl hipster who ignites the evil dead?
1: No, it does not
0: but it's one of those things that when i'm leaving and i'm driving home i get mad and i go wait what were the irked. fuck like it doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense and maybe it's stupid of me to want the evil dead to have like any logic <laughs> in it but i was just like that cannot be the best that we could and like i'll give i'll give the you this of the, film.
1: the specificity of it's a bank vault not necessary
0: yeah, that's like full of crucifixes and a you know a Jesus that lunges yeah, out of
1: it. Yeah, huge crucifix, all those religious medals hanging from the ceiling look yeah, very cool. Why not cool. just say
0: it's a church? Why say it's a bank?
1: Right? And they do this story some like there's a ghost from details. the bank
0: that if he hears your coins jingle, he'll come get you. And I was like, is that gonna come into play? Nope. Like, but that's right. what I mean. It's and it's a movie that just it's it's almost it so wants to prove that it's worthy of being Evil Dead. Okay, so this is my thesis. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It wants to prove it's worthy of Evil Dead, that it just does too much too many times that pull me out of the fun Evil Dead shit. It reminds me exactly of when Jared Leto came out as the Joker. And I was like, the Joker is what he is, and he doesn't have to tattoo ha-ha above his eyebrow. Sure. The Joker is not the Joker who's like, I need to worry about my branding and marketing Right, I mean, you could argue that he does dress as a clown. He could just dress as a fucking guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But once I saw that David Ayers is like, you know what, Jared Leto should have like Joker shit tattooed on his face. I was like, oh, he completely doesn't understand what makes that character scary in any way, shape, or form. Right. That's kind of how this movie, when it stubs its toe, I feel like that's the problem I'm having, because I think there's a window for like 40 minutes of the movie where it's just like she she wakes back up fucking it rips for like 30 or 40 minutes straight and it's awesome agreed and that's the movie we all came to see right so it it does well the most important thing i don't know is any of this make sense am i just yelling no it does no
1: and i i get what you're saying i think i think you're right about that. it's like it's trying to prove something it's like that kid in high school that has always gone on about how much they fuck and you're like i know you're not getting laid and that's why you're talking about it so much because you're trying to prove something it's like that it is just the fact that this is a family that's Mm -hmm. something that i think sets this movie apart and you don't have to go too far deep into the back history of the family right just the fact that this is a family a single mom her sister and you kind of get you you get kind of the dynamic of the relationship without much backstory Mm -hmm. these kids who are two of them are teenagers and they look really young Maybe that's just because I'm getting old, that they look very
0: old. <laughs> That could be true, too.
1: And the little girl. I feel that. It's like, just by virtue of the fact that this is a family, mm-hmm. I'm immediately like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, kids it's a different vibe. Don't need
1: to be possessed, right? It's yeah. it's very different. I'm already invested in, I don't yeah. want to see these little kids get killed. They're not
0: partying college-age people. They're children. Right,
1: right. Yeah. So it are, the stakes are already up. Sure. I don't need all of the minutia of the dad left. The sister's pregnant. Like, I don't need all of that. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, I don't want to see a family get murdered. I want to, I want, I'm rooting for them to come out of this somehow. Yeah,
0: It is an interesting gamble that they made. It's like, we're going to watch this family get killed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. It goes hard on that. It's.
0: It goes, because you're went like, for it. So the kid is a vinyl hipster, but he seems like a Bambi. He's, like, such an innocent, nice-looking little kid. He is. And then his sister is, like, out in the world trying to, like, make a difference. And you're like, I don't want to see her get got. We need them. We need young teenagers who engaged in trying (laughs) to make things better. It's not like they were stoners, like, suck a dick, Mom. We'll do what we want. Like, oh, my my kids are trouble kids. Beware. They're, like, all kids that you like, right? And you're like, I kind of want them to be okay. And then the movie's like, well, fuck that. Um but because there this is are... the
1: evil dead and everyone's gonna die.
0: Yes. There are moments of <laughs> that kind of extra personal attack was a really nice addition to this one, right? Where it's like the point is to create chaos and cruelty. They really latched onto this thing that I was like, that's so petty and sibling. Where like she says the word groupie like sixty five times.
1: Oh my god, so many times.
0: It's like a way to like fuck with her sister. Yeah. And her sister's, like, really mad about it. So you immediately get this, like, oh, this is a fight that's happened a bunch. For you. Right? Like, a bunch. Like, she's hated her sister enough to where every time she mentions her to, like, her husband, she probably refers to her as the groupie.
1: The groupie, yeah. And, you
0: know, she heard it once or twice, and it was, like, World War Three. And so now we don't talk about it, but it's there. You know, the whole, you really do look like mom. Like, there is this extra level of, like. Just yeah. this, like, history of like hurting each other mm-hmm. that I thought did work really well. I also,
1: there. because it's a family and like these kids, you're not gonna run out on your mom. Like, if you're in a cabin in the wood with some friends or acquaintances yeah. and they get possessed and turn into deadites, oh. I'm more likely to run the fuck out of there and not look back.
0: Yeah, not more likely. You can fucking lock that in <laughs> Vegas style. If I was right? out there and anyone in college I knew, <laughs> my best friends, who we all say we would die for, the moment I saw one of them doing <laughs> Evil Dead shit, I'd be like, "Well, fuck y'all," and I would leave. Bye. I'm not bringing you with me. I'm not carrying you to safety. Right.
1: I'm, fucking no, out I'm on done. You. I'm out. 100.
0: <laughs> now I have kids. You're like, okay. I would maybe this fight is for different,
1: my... right? Like, see, that makes me sound bad. This.
0: I would like to say I would fight for my kids, <laughs> but you don't know what like when like true gripping terror takes over. <laughs> there's a biological response that you're not in charge of. Sure. Fight or flight is at such a deep core level.
1: It is, know. and you don't know what. How many of us have been tested really
0: with a scenario like this?
1: I well, like this, nobody.
0: Yeah, that's this true. Next, that's a very- <laughs> This is
1: next level. The when when that book is activated, when that evil is summoned, this shit is next level.
0: Did you like the book?
1: Oh, the book was fine.
0: I don't know if I liked the teeth. It looked like that Harry Potter book.
1: (laughs) Oh, it did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also, I was like, it didn't have a face. It just kind of looked like someone stretched dick skin really tight (laughs) because they had this one big throbbing vein. I was like,
1: (laughs) yes, it did. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of phallic.
0: There's a lot of there's a lot of dick stuff in this one.
1: Foreskin book. Yeah. The ejaculate vomit.
0: The Cinnabon fountaining, yeah. There's, there's a lot. Oh, yeah.
1: You're onto something here.
0: It's some yeah. kind of attack on like single motherhood imagery. I wish imagery. it had the
1: face. I wish it had the face. I, do I think agree the
0: face is there. really cool. I like the face.
1: I like that blood opened it up.
0: Yeah, I thought that was nice. I dug I that. that, was that cool. The artwork inside is fucking righteous. Yeah. But also, I was like, there's not even any Latin in this one. It's just like a fucking coloring book.
1: Like, yeah, it's just. all I pictures. guess you don't
0: need the Latin because it has to. Co- <laughs> Maybe the book itself spawned the vinyl.
1: Right, like no clue.
0: What happens if there's no vinyl? The book just sits there, and they're like, "Hey, look at these wild ass <laughs> pictures with no incantation." I don't know.
1: <laughs> unless, unless he just didn't open to the right pages that have the. That's true. The
0: priest does mention that he wants to translate it, so there is a right. specific mention that there's
1: somewhere saying. in there. They just didn't show it yeah, to we us. We don't want to see the make...
0: words. We want to see the images,
1: and that makes me think that they didn't want to get a production assistant to write out like in seven, <laughs> all of the pages they were yeah. like, okay, just put the pictures, just yeah. tell them there's in can. We know what they want to with it's that fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a, I think the home is cool. I think they actually use like the setting of a, an apartment really well. Yeah. I thought the elevator scene, right. Just her, like after she specifically yelled at the kids, don't take an elevator after an earthquake. She does the exact same fucking thing and gets gotten an elevator
1: disastrous results
0: that scene works. And it's funny. Cause I was watching it with Amy and yesterday I, I was like, I need to film it or finish it so we can record. But her mom was over mm. and she's like, don't you dare turn that movie on <laughs> when my mother's in the house. So like this movie, like really fucking got her bad. Yeah. Um, And it is a very affecting graphic movie. Right. And like the scene when she's getting wrapped up in the elevator, like that terrified her. Right. In a way you always think of the other stuff, but like that kind of stuff, evil dead right famously had the fucking tree vine scene which is yes fucking horrifying kind of thing that's just <laughs> in the movie um and that one worked for me too right and the her coming back and the eggs and the i'm finally free of you titty sucking parasites oh my like, god yeah, that's
1: the best line of yeah. the whole fucking
0: movie <laughs> yeah because everyone remembers the mommy's with the maggots now and i was like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. which but is the good sucking parasites i was like fucking that's righteous. rad But that's what I mean. The moment she comes back in, I love everything for, like, the next 30 minutes. Almost without fail. The only thing I wondered, they do that, like, fisheye lens scene where we see her killing all the neighbors outside. This might make people mad. I think that scene sucks. Do you? I like it. We see it really fast. Like, she kills, like, all the extra bodies. And the reason you add the extra bodies is so we can kill people and not kill the two kids we like.
1: Right, inconsequential kills,
0: and why would you waste those all in like ten seconds? And then when she s- chews the eye out, I was like, "Yes, when she spits it into the other kid's mouth, I was like, "No,
1: yeah, I'm with you there.
0: That I was, was like- not working for me at all, and so yeah. I was like they're they're just kind of blowing through they're like, use those, man, paste those out. like you should have cut like fifteen minutes off the family shit. And use those to me, you know, it's just, right. And, that's, and
1: stretch this out a little, yeah. a little more
0: or even better. The scene I love is the little girl talking to her through the fisheye lens. Yeah. That's a plus horror movie shit. Cause you get this little girls like, that's my mommy. She cannot put it into a context where something that looks like her mommy is physically in the same space that her mommy always has been would hurt her. And so the scene right. and that tension of her talking to her mom and her mom's like, daddy's back. And then she opens the door and it's like, ah, "Ah!" I was like, yes. I love that part. So that's what I mean. It's constant. It's a constant. No, I hear
1: you. Thing. I think what I liked about that sequence was just that I think visually, I like that you can only yeah. see in that field of vision of the peephole. And so I get some that. things with that. go off to the side and you can no longer see. And so she kills another character... young
0: kid off screen. Yes. We just hear the gurgles.
1: Yeah, but it's so it's like your brain is filling in the blanks of like, oh, God, how bad was it? You know, so I think that that is cool. Or like you can see the guy, the neighbor, the older neighbor that's coming with the gun. And it's like, oh, how close is he? And, you know, I like that aspect of it.
0: Yeah, that did work. Tearing
1: tearing out the eye. Excellent. I'm with you on the spitting it out because I'm like, I think you wanted me to laugh.
0: Bruce Campbell could have done that. This movie but did not do that no, for me. That's no, like a perfect no. Bruce Campbell bit. Like yeah. that the eye gets spit in his mouth and he's like and he's fucking skating all over, trying to make himself throw up. Yes. It just felt again, this movie constantly is like, Yeah. Oh <laughs> that's kind of my experience with the movie. Yeah. Cause the violence is righteous, right? Staff knee to the face. <sighs> Her chewing the glass. So many
1: good kills. Stabbing yeah, the, the brother in
0: the bicep. Oh, that one fucking the got me. The cheese grater. Okay, the cheese grater is one of the fucking vilest things. Um, I don't know if you've ever cut yourself on a cheese grater. I have, yes. It is such a, a distinct and sharp and immediate yes. pain. Like, <gasps> and the thought when she drags that down and the sister doesn't react enough. I was like, no, no, no. Like, that would fucking be such a horrifying feeling. <laughs>
1: awful
0: i felt that in the awful. theater yes that one was fucking brutal um i'm trying to think of what other ones i really the bicep one really fucked me up for some reason mm. i liked when she put her little thumbnail on the record player and she became the uh the fucking the- like megaphone <laughs> i thought that was human cool.
1: phonograph yes, yeah that was cool
0: there's a weird thing though too in this i was just thinking about this because they do this weird and again the priest at one point in like the fucking seaside It was like, now I'll give you all the information, three vinyls in. Where he just goes, there's no rhyme or reason to why this happens. Because I was like, so the mom tattoos. If she would have tattooed that eye, there's a good chance I would have left the theater. I have a real thing with like eyeball trauma. I do
1: too. I don't like Like eyeball trauma. The eyeball
0: spitting didn't matter because the eye was intact. It's the puncturing of the eye Mm. that really fucks with me. Um, That's why I wear glasses. I've never worn contacts. I can't take eye drops. None of it. Real fucking fear of mine. but she tattooed her daughter's cheek. She transforms into a deadite. Everyone else in the family is shown to get a fucking ton of blood on them. In their face, eyes, regions. They don't turn. The brother turns later after he finally gets killed off. So I was like, there is this, they have to die, die before they become a deadite. But then the, the daughter didn't.
1: Right. Yeah, that part of it's a little weird. Like, right,
0: because she turns and then gets Staffanita in the face. They wrap her up in the bags. There's that great right. scene where it's, like, walking behind them. So it's, like, that kind of stuff. It's not like a Prometheus where it's, like, this is a biological thing. There should be fucking rules to how it infects people. Yes. There is no rhyme or reason to it. So it kind of gave it a chaotic nature, which I thought was cool. What did you make of the, the possession protocol, as it were?
1: Yeah, I was. it was a little... I was a little thrown off. Yeah, it's like Bridget, the eldest daughter, gets infected. Yeah. It's like she gets cut. Yeah. Well, and it's very pointed. Deadite mom puts the tattoo gun to her own head.
0: Ah, there you go.
1: And then.
0: Dino DNA. There you go
1: right so it's like okay like an infection but this is a demonic possession i miss
0: that detail it that doesn't... makes a ton of sense except for the daughter should have been turning as well her and the sister right. definitely had dead eye blood all, all up over everywhere. yeah i right. i missed the thing with her tattooing herself first that's fucking awesome so that's like the ink that's making the tattoo that's pretty yeah. fucking hardcore yeah all right i like that
1: but it is it's a little uneven and you don't really need it. It isn't an infection.
0: It reminds me of in part one where the girl gets stabbed in the Achilles with the pencil, which is bleh, like just vomits, yeah. it, right? You watch it and you're like, oh, <laughs> it's repulsive. And then it like spider webs out and she's a deadite now too. Right. So it kind of takes you back to that. There's no rhymer. And I think that was the moment in the film that I realized a lot of what I'm feeling I have to release. Right. Is the Evil Dead's a franchise that says they'll never win. Maybe a little bit ashen like Army of Darkness. But even then, he doesn't win-win. But it's like he'll never win. None of them will win. Dead by Dawn. And there is no rhyme or reason. The chaos and anarchy is the point. And so I think as I'm watching this, like whenever it was convenient, they're just like, we'll turn someone right now. You're like, all right. And for the most part, it worked extremely well. Yeah. Like when they're out in the elevator and we start seeing the neighbors wake up right oh yeah and then we see the she's like don't take my babies away i know you're not my mommy but then she has the little girl has to watch her brother and sister kind of fake mourning over the mom's body into this cackling laughter
1: yeah
0: i was like fuck man they really Before did they find become some like, like the disturbing human centipede. all right we'll <laughs> we'll are we gonna do that now this is well, the no, worst no, decision in the that, history of I the franchise. I have to say, movie.
1: one of yeah. my favorite parts in this film <gasps> is right there where they, uh, where little Cassie and yeah. Auntie Beth are in the elevator and it starts filling with blood. Oh,
0: that was awesome. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love, I love a blood filled elevator. I, I love, love rivers too. of
0: blood. Yeah. So that was one of the my hands favorites. were coming in the top. I was, that was a really good scene. Am I dead? Yeah. It's like, no, let's go. We got to run still. We, gotta, <laughs> we got 15 more minutes of movie. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I thought – that's the thing. The images, powerful. The horror, great. The Deadites, amazing. The kills, amazing for like a little stretch of the movie. Again, the exact fucking problem of the movie, you're doing way too much and it's fucking things up. That kind of like scrotum with arms thing they became. yes. <laughs> That I mean, that was unbearable. I was like, what is this? Basket case eight? You know, like, I mean, that that was so. Because I was like, you literally made the greatest Deadeye in franchise history with Alicia Sutherland. Alyssa yeah. Sutherland, whatever the fuck her name is. I was like, she's so fucking good. Why would you ever do anything to fucking slow her down? Right? I get it. The daughter didn't look that cool because she's all just crispy. The sun looked pretty cool for a minute. I was like, why would yeah. you turn her into a scrotum? It's like we still see her head, <laughs> but it's like why she's so she's the movie. If you right. didn't have that Absolutely. performance as incredible as it is, I think this movie is just fucking collapses. And I was like, what would you latch onto if not this fucking all timer awesome evil performance? And the fact that you said, but let's mask that in a scrotum suit. Is fucking baffling. It's but bizarre. they're like, this is something else new that we can add to separate ourselves.
1: I think so. I think and that
0: it, yeah, it reminds it. you of like new. What was it? New Pepsi or new Coke? Yes. And you're like,
1: we're like, no one asked for that. You've already though.
0: built an empire on Coke. We know what we like, <laughs> right? If I wanted new Coke, I would drink a different brand of soda, <laughs> right?
1: Like right yeah if this, cherry it's coke like, it's,
0: great this is yeah not, add on to yes. what i like
1: <laughs> yes this is not cherry coke
0: no this is fucking crystal coke and you're like no yes. one wants crystal and coke. no
1: one wants that
0: yeah no one i mean apparently everyone in this movie chugs a ton of crystal coke and that's what they fucking throw <laughs> there. but yeah, yeah or crystal the, pepsi whatever the
1: human centipede thing is weird and i think you're right i i suspect they just what's another new thing we can do that the franchise has never done before
0: yeah because it's in the book like if they had done it with all yeah. the neighbors and she was directing it
1: that maybe. would have been cool
0: but like the scenes of her at the end when they're like climbing in the truck they're climbing around the car they're standing on top of the wood chipper i was Why like is it's there just... a wood
1: chipper in there
0: i mean you got to do municipal stuff i think that was the guy's job i think that was the apartment guy with the shotgun he mentioned how oh. he had all his tools and shit in the truck to cut through the door right. Right. i think he was some kind of like urban lumberjack okay um or at least that's what I thought. But there's just something about when that monster is crawling over top of the wood chipper, you're like, that just looks fucking dumb. Like, it just looks dumb and uncool. Like, compared to, like, mom coming out of the tub. Ooh, mom yeah, climbing the tub. in the back and being behind her in the reflection as she listens to the vinyl. Right? the Her sniffing the stomach. Her laying on the bed with a fucking fly on her eye.
1: Oh, with the fly on the yeah. eye. So gross. You're
0: like, this fucking scrotum thing... I was like, is it 10% as cool as what she was already doing? Is it, let's be generous. Is it 30% as good as what she's already doing? I was like, I don't think so. And as soon as that bit happened, my brain checked all the fucking way out. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, this thing's going in the wood chipper. That's it. That's over. And I just, I I couldn't have fucking cared less for the last handful because this scrotum thing was just not. Like You're almost glad when the scrotum thing got eaten and it's just her head laying there. Yeah, you were a groupie. You'll fail like mama's like, oh, God. All right. At least we still have her a little bit. But it was just it's just one of those things. And we kind of have talked about this, you know, between the two of us a lot. You judge a movie more harshly when it hits really high heights. Yes. There are some horror movies you see that are just kind of like slopped together. Either they're really low budget and they just don't care. They're kind of like playing on a gimmick. Right. And you're in on the joke with them. And it's like, hey, at least they made something. Or it's like a big studio thing where you're like, man, they don't really know what we want. But mm-hmm. like, we're just going to watch it because it's a horror movie, right? And it's just kind of middling and shitty the whole time. So you're just like, yeah, it is what it is. This one is so good at times and does so things that are so exceptional yeah, that to then see it constantly kind of stub its toe and fall flat is harder to stomach. Right, because I was like, out of five, I think I still have this like, on Letterbox like three and a half, it's still like in that five to eight range. Best horror movies I've seen of the year. Like I do, there's so much that I love in this movie, but I was like, you have to fucking explain to me the the cum and the scrotum and the well, not those two <laughs> things in real life and Evil Dead universe, right? I get them in real yeah, life. Yeah, you
1: know how it works in yeah. real life.
0: I I've seen some things in real life, no, but like the cum, <laughs> the scrotum um the drone that just makes perfect slashes on the face yeah you know the fucking bank vinyl like it's just like why are these things the way they are right it's like when michael scott in the office yells at toby he's like why are you the way that you are that's how i felt for a lot of this movie man
1: yeah no i hear you and i i i agree I, yeah, see, when the first time I watched this, I think I was so surprised by the how high the highs were.
0: Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that.
1: that when I was done watching it the first time, I was like, man, that was really good. And I was just so surprised because yeah. I had not expected and I had gone in with zero expectations. Rewatching it, I was picking up more on some of what you're talking about the yeah. the details that don't matter the things that are kind of off or unnecessary or trying a little too hard yeah and and when i was logging it in letterbox the second time i was kind of like do i want to bring my score down a half a star yeah. like i'm feeling a little yeah. different about it on the second watch but it's I kind still... of the
0: scourge of our modern moviegoers is we're always yes. like how will this affect my Letterbox rating?
1: Isn't that so ridiculous? It's so
0: sad. I hate doing that. I feel that like such like, an asshole. Yeah, I go home and like, especially a movie like this one where I'm already <laughs> mentally checked out for like at least the last 10 minutes. In my brain, I'm like, is this scrotum worth a minus one star? I,
1: isn't that so stupid? And it's stupid? like, who the
0: fuck do you but think I you are? <laughs> yeah.
1: I do it. I do no, it. No, it's
0: an infection, right? Every social media infects us and changes our I behavior know. in negative ways. It is what it is. And Letterboxd has trained us to, well, we have to fucking, you know, if we watch a movie and don't fucking put our star rating on, then we didn't really watch the movie. We won't have any record. Letterboxd needs our record of (laughs) approval. But I I hate that, like, there are movies where I I am thinking about, like, how it's going to affect my Letterboxd score. But that's how they design these fucking slot machine social media apps. yes. Is to get that in our head. To make lists, to think. Like, because I was Mm -hmm. already, we do this at the end of every franchise. We rank the franchise. Sure, And for me, I think if we had to re-rank, Army of Darkness was my lowest one, even though I fucking love Army of Darkness. Then I would go reboot, because I thought the reboot using the the drug addiction is kind of the, the journey with which to do the Deadites was really cool, right? Like a, a fucking junkie feels like they're possessed and they're in no control of themselves. I thought sure. that was a great rooting mechanism. And then it just fucking goes... Ape shit insane with the violence and the gore and the Evil Dead shit, right? And then for me, I've always been an Evil Dead 1 over Evil Dead 2 fan, but they're so fucking razor close. It might as well be 1A, 1B, and then 3 is Army of Darkness or Reboot. I think this one for me sits at the bottom because Army of Darkness is not the most Evil Dead kind of movie to me. It's kind of where the comedy consumes the. It's not. There's yes. not really a lot of horror stuff anymore, but it's still super fun, and I just love Bruce Campbell, and I love that that's the movie that the franchise is like, this is what we want to give you now. You know what I mean? There's a shaggy dogness yeah. to it that I love. Yeah. Because I think as a horror movie, this one fucking annihilates Army of Darkness.
1: Yes, but as, as a horror sure, movie. If you're evaluating it on now,
0: that. Yeah. Five years from now, I'll pick Army of Darkness over this for sure. And I don't know. But again, like I said, being the worst Evil Dead movie means that you're still better than almost every fucking movie I see. That's fine. I just I think this one had potential to get way up there. I think the family was a cool idea, right? I think the setting really worked. I, I like the setting. Alisa Silver Sutherland. I'm just going to keep calling her different names and hope <laughs> one of them's right. I think it's Alisa Sutherland.
1: It right? is. So, Alyssa
0: Sutherland. Yeah. Alyssa Sutherland just fucking... Amazing. I mean, out of this world iconic performance that people will be talking about forever. That will keep this movie afloat for most people. I think so. Right? And I think the more that you get away from it and you just start like, ah, eh, it's just really fucking dumb fun. I think this movie excels at that. Yes. Right? I think... That's why it's fun to do newer movies on the pod sometimes that we haven't had years to like digest and read all the think pieces and all the fucking film Twitter hot takes. Um, And this is truly like one of the movies we've talked about. I can't remember the last time I was so confused as to what I thought of Mm. the movie. Right. I feel like if I did a pros and cons list, it'd be almost neck and neck. But I think the pros outweigh the cons a lot. Because again, bank vinyl doesn't really matter. It's just one of those like be in your bonnet moments.
1: Sure, it's it 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 doesn't really matter.
0: Right? Would you have this over anything in the original three for you?
1: Over the original three? I mean, yeah. I don't think so. No. But here's, I mean, here's the thing, right? And I hate and not that really ranking series rank. matters.
0: It's just a thing we do. No, Mom. it's
1: really hard. It's really hard <laughs> to rank because I see this as like a completely separate direction.
0: Yeah. Yep. And the other I could three are see. Connected, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, the other three are very much connected, and it's like, you know, Raimi has his tone and and how he worked out the the balance between comedy and horror and as you know as you move into army of darkness it definitely sits more solidly in the comedy than the horror aspect
0: comedy flooded and won the day for sure
1: (laughs) right but you know it works for raimi and it's Mm -hmm. and those three it's like it's cohesive in its own way this is kind of going off in a different direction and i i think you could do more Evil Dead films, just different journeys that the Necronomicon oh, yeah. takes, yeah. different settings, different types of people that get affected. Yeah, you could do this indefinitely and just have it be different every time, almost like an anthology. Yeah, in a way. Yeah,
0: I would like. I do that. really.
1: It really feels very separate to me. Yeah. Um, I'm still gonna put it at the bottom. And maybe down the line, I don't know how I would feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's hard to think of them. And I think that's part of why I enjoyed this movie so much is I was able to completely sever it mm-hmm. <laughs> from yeah. Raimi's films because it's just, it's it, it just felt like its own thing to me.
0: Yeah, this is going to sound weird. I'm like, I really always enjoyed paranormal activity movies. The mm. newest one they did on Paramount Plus, Next of Kin, it's like a, it's a found footage movie, but they're just like, we're going to throw out everything that made a paranormal activity movie, a paranormal activity movie. And they just do this weird, like, religious Amish horror movie that for me, just like really worked. Mm. And so I was like, even imagining it back as like a paranormal activity movie doesn't work for me in my brain. But just as this weird little fucking Amish horror movie, which I was like, there's not enough of those. Right. Yeah. I was like, I kind of yeah. dug it. Yeah. Um. Again, this movie, she's going to be the thing that makes this movie thrive for a long time. They fucking struck lightning. I think you could match her up against like the great of the great horror movie performances. And I mean, she's right in there, right? Like, this is one of the greatest horror movie performances I've ever seen. Like, really fucking captured it, crushed it. And again, the big question. If you found out this group was making another one, would you go opening weekend?
1: I think I would.
0: I think I would too.
1: Yeah. And I so think I was like, I would. in that
0: way, it, it is a successful movie, right? I think it's successful at a lot of stuff. It just has some fucking bananas decisions.
1: Yeah. Some little weird things. That I want to watch the commentary and on. get
0: get the answer on the come thing. <laughs> like that is such a fucking <laughs> bizarre. So I was so even sorry. asking my wife, I was like, do we have that kind of stuff in our body? And she's like, not in that quantity. Um no. yeah. it's almost like they're vomiting out like heaven juice.
1: Something. I
0: that's why yeah, it's not like know. black iker like other evil deads. It's like they're they're fucking anything that's their soul or could be good is coming out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, and then it's different when the uh, eldest daughter turns because yeah. she's she blood. Everywhere. Everything is black. Like black oh, goo. Yeah. Yeah, right. Maybe she was already and going later. To later, the yeah. when the brother—what yeah. exactly was in she blood?
0: protesting? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she was like going to fucking be like, "You can't kill my husband who's on death row that I married by pen pal at 14. You're like, "Whoa, that's not the kind of protest I thought we were doing." Oh my god. <laughs> Do we know what yeah. she was protesting? What was her cause? Maybe she I was a, a hell spawn the whole time.
1: I don't remember. Yeah,
0: why doesn't she have any Cinnabon soul in her body? Yeah, right? I don't know. She is... It's weird, right? Even saying that sentence out loud, it's like, now it's making all these <laughs> other... It's just a bad... It's bad. It's bad. Don't yeah. do that. Don't. Do I'm
1: that. just chalking it up to... I, I'm gonna... I'm going... I'm inferring. Or uh, I'm... Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe they just wanted... Like, what is going to look gross? And then, like, ooh, let's try this other gross thing.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying there's not a chance in hell. If you've ever worked (laughs) on a set or you know how things get made, there was at least 50 times, 50 people who stopped and could have said something like, Yes. Guys, you know what this – and when they shot that that day, every actor, the director, everyone knew exactly what they were doing. Right. There was no No, you're not wrong. Oh, that's how you guys are taking it? That's fucking bizarre. It's like, come on, motherfucker. Come on. Come on. (laughs) But again, this this is a real whiplash of a film. (laughs) Say love. But yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's fun. It's bloody. It's sticky. Very sticky. Very sticky. Very quit. (laughs) Um, yeah. At the end of the day, it's a very fun ride. I at minimum that's what you can say about it. So thank you guys for your time. Thank you for joining us, uh, finishing out the Evil Dead franchise. Carmelita, thank you as always. Uh would you like to tell the people where they can find you online?
1: Absolutely. And thank you for having me back. Of
0: course. Always a pleasure, man. You are you are the like pole in case of emergency. <laughs> and you've just and saved us this whole month. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm honored. I'm honored. Because I love it. I love Phil alchemist. I love listening. I love talking to you. So and my fellow Film Alchemist listeners can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd. Same handle for both at Carmelita Says.
0: That's right. Make sure you go find Carmelita stuff. Uh, we have more to go in the October Mega Marathon every day. 31 days, 31 pods. So stay with us. Make sure you're going back and checking out the other stuff. Make sure to invite your friends here as we're finishing the month strong Uh, here on the October Mega Marathon. We'll be back tomorrow with another exciting horror movie journey. Bye!